We kind of laugh internally that the more we go Jetsons, the more important it is to hang on to some of the Flintstones. And the digital speed at which we've evolved over the past six months has been remarkable. But the upcoming escape, that vacation, that, that time to get away, in many ways becomes all the more valuable, important to reboot and restore that mental centeredness you know, of our psyche. Welcome to Talk West, where every episode we'll be diving into the latest topics and trends in advertising, marketing, design, and more. I'm your host, Chris Bunn, and in this episode, we're going to continue our series on the business effects of COVID-19 by shopping local. With nine brick-and-mortar stores in Virginia and North Carolina, the great outdoor provision company suddenly shuttered their stores in March. At the time, all of their business happened inside their stores. Enter Walk West. Our team rose to the occasion and saved GOPC with an e-commerce store that suited all nine locations. This week, we launched the newly redesigned GreatOutdoorProvision.com as President Chuck Millsaps prepares for a new era. I sat down with Chuck to talk about how their business has been transformed. All right, we are now joined by Chuck Millsaps at Great Outdoor Provision Co. Literally the only place I shop for my outdoor gear. So uh, thanks for joining us, Chuck. Thank you, Chris. All right. So let's talk about the year 2020 and how eventful it has been for GOPC. I know at the beginning of this year, GOPC was primarily a brick and mortar setup with about nine locations throughout North Carolina and Virginia. And then our nation was struck by a pandemic. And so I'd like you to walk me through what happened at GOPC in March as we started to shut things down. Okay. And yes, like for so many, this pandemic has enlightened us to what we're capable of, just the resilience. And that was has certainly been what has shined through in our company culture. Our staff has really rallied together in that early March when we realized that it was, it was not going to be a normal year. And um, so what began to uh, emerge, though, in April after our shutdown is um, – as people were understanding the importance of social distancing and the health quality of being outside, what the pandemic, I think, really unleashed in a, in a positive way was this innate desire that people have to engage with nature, with the outdoors, with uh, adventure. <laughs> I mean, living, living through the pandemic itself is an adventure, <laughs> but but, you know, for your mental health, you got to figure out how to do that in a way that it is a transforming positive experience, if possible, versus transmitting the uh, dread that was seemingly so pervasive. So our, our staff really stepped up and, and began to ask the question, you know, how do we keep serving our customers safely during a pandemic? It was truly a, uh, I remember well, in the later parts of March and early April, as we began working with you guys on how to fast track a curbside online business that would still embrace what we felt to be so important to have community and personal experience with, with our customers. 
Well, and that's the the trickiest part, I think, for businesses like yours that pride themselves on their connection with the community through all of this, is you kind of lose a little bit of that. You know, you've had to shift to, to e-commerce options as a way to reach out to those those customers, but do you still lose a little bit of that touch, right? Yeah. I mean, we, like our friends in the restaurant industry, and, and we continue just to think of those folks doing such an amazing job in these difficult times, but we began to look at it and learn so much from them. You know, how do we become kind of like a high-end restaurant where, where we in April began when we could have those appointments, we needed a host. We needed someone who was near the door because the door was probably locked, but you had an appointment and we greeted you. We might not be able to come in the store, but we brought products outside. Everybody's wearing masks keep social distancing and what particularly shined forth during those April and May months were paddle sports. People wanted to be out on the water. They recognized that as a great opportunity to be social distanced, but maybe to take up that passion that they, they, they'd had. And now they had the time to do it, to, to get a fishing kayak, learn more about paddle sports. And our staff is so well versed in that. Uh, we we just happen to be in, a, in the right place at the right time to give people that opportunity to get out of the water. So that was significant. And then in May and June, as people with their kids at homes and families, uh, they began to look at camping. And that has continued into July and August as, as our <laughs> family camping equipment becomes more in demand. Uh, I love it. You know, it's, it's, it's when you and I growing up, you know, we'd go to the state park and our, our parents would have that campsite and, and they'd be pitching the tent, get the fire ready. And, and as kids, you know, you just take off and, and, yeah. and it was just that adventure and Rome and, and the freedom. Well, the state parks have done a marvelous job creating a socially distanced environment. And those campsites are such that you can be socially distanced. So, we've recognized that's where our customers have spent, been spending a lot of time and how do we help make those experiences uh, positive? That's awesome. So obviously you mentioned this uh, in the middle of this pandemic, you know, our team at Walk West has been helping you guys spin up e-commerce platforms uh, that would enable you to maintain that connection and that would enable, you know, your customers to get out and pick up these new hobbies. So what has that experience been like for you and how has it really helped your business so far? Well, over over the past year or two, as we've worked with you guys there at Walk West, what you have maintained consistently and asked us and held us accountable for is, is seeing that we were authentic to our mission. Our, our mission is stated as, as we, pretty simple. It's just we help others because it, it applies to how we're helping our customers on a daily basis. How do we help our colleagues and, and, and fellow staff? And WalkWest helped us. And how do we make that an, an authentic digital experience, I think, was the real challenge that we faced together. And through your talents with the design and, and visual effect that our website has taken on and, and will in this new launch emulate, you know, I think represents well our authentic love for the outdoors and our desire to continue to help people connect with those places that they love outside and with the gear, obviously the gear that makes those experiences meaningful. So probing questions that your team was able to ask us is that discovery process is always 
even though, you know, in the back of my mind, you know, was, yeah, well, wait a second, what are we going to really, but it is true, you know, as we hold ourselves to, to some of these questions, we began to see parts of our business that need to be improved. And, and I think this process has, has borne a lot of fruit for us. That's great. That's great. Uh, so what are the results that you started to see over the course of the summer? It's interesting to me that you've mentioned that there's been like seasonality, you know, shopping, so to speak. Like you had a lot of paddle sports in the spring as the weather was so beautiful this spring. And then now you've got people out there camping. How has that experience been for you now being able to reach your customers in a digital way, whereas before they had to come into the store? So we're, we do handle so many products that have and require a personal fitting or personal touch, whether that's a technical pair of boots or whether that is a sea kayak or a fishing kayak that you you literally need to sit inside of to have outfitted and appointed for for your comfort. Fly fishing, another great example of being that tactile sense of handling a couple different rods to understand uh, the action of the rod and how it performs. Being able to go in the back of the parking lot and casting a little bit for those big uh, dumpster fish that we have in the back <laughs> parking lot. Um, but that has certainly seen its challenges, right? This traffic diminishes during a pandemic. But what we feel the site and the marriage of this digital and tactile worlds have been is we've improved that research process for the customer as they make better decisions online as to what they're interested in and how the particular gear might suit them. They can see our product, they can see the reviews, and they can interact with our staff. And our staff are such experts and and so talented in the way they're able to communicate the performance of certain gear. That marriage, kind of that third place of the website has reflected what we hope they experience when they are able to come in store which is the ideal experience. We're, we're not able to celebrate that fully right now, but this has been a great bridge to uh, enable us as people put in more habits of, of online experiences and online knowledge. Uh, we are seeing traffic come back, which is encouraging. And as new fall product comes in, we've got a lot of exciting product that we know people want to come in and, and check out. And, and we're excited we can show them that product online as well. So how have you guys, it's interesting to me to see kind of what that balance is, especially for your company, because you mentioned like you have a lot of products that people kind of need to come in, test out, demo a little bit. And then there are of course products that they may not need to do that. Like if they wanted to buy, you know, a Yeti cooler or like a Patagonia jacket or something like that, they don't need to test that out really. But how have you adjusted your in-store practices, you know, for the COVID era as people want to come in and check out some of these products like their kayaks or the fly fishing equipment? Well, that's a great question. And, and it seemed to have changed daily, right? Certainly it was changing daily when we were in phase one and the early parts of phase two and being surrounded by, by great research and universities. And, and we, we felt that the mask and the face covering was essential. So we, from day one, that was a requirement. And you know, when that became mandated, that made it easier because our, our staff was not in a position of, of requiring something that was on it, not required prior to coming in. So that, that helped just making it safe. We uh, also made the store easier to shop. 
So we, we have that classic creaky wooden floor that you shop in, as you well know. And because we stock such a great variety of, of product in all departments, it can be a little crowded, but we recognized, you know, in, in April and, and, and May that we're going to need to make this shop much easier to move through. And so we did that. We installed our, our counter safety guards. We did continue to utilize kind of that host at the front that greets you and, and offers any initial information to get you where you need to go more quickly. A lot of social media communication. So our, our Facebook channels and, and, and Instagram channels have been great to each shop of our nine stores has their own um, channel there on those social feeds. So they're able to interact with people. We've made every effort. Our digital team here has done a great job of keeping up the Google business profile that shows up when someone searches for us that kept our hours current. So it was uh, <laughs> a great project under duress, but one of which we recognized was, was meeting customer needs and making our business more accessible to them. So that's great. How have your customers reacted to that? They've been so supportive. I mean, by shopping local, which has been a wonderful message that's gone out, you know, across all our communities, we have really felt the support that our customers have given us during this time. And, you know, because our, 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 we're so fortunate to have a management team that's been, our, the average age of our manager is probably between 16 and 18 years. We are just so fortunate that these wow. folks have been with us for such a long time. So they have these relationships that they've just built over decades, really. And so, you know, even though we couldn't be doing the normal boat demo or, or fly fishing classes, even though those were not active at that time, there were some virtual fly tying classes that we did that were fun. Uh, we had some live stream experiences just talking about new products that were hitting the floor. And the customers were, were just super supportive of that. That's awesome. That's awesome. You mentioned, uh, you mentioned Shop Local. And to me, I think that's going to be a very interesting trend as we kind of get out of this pandemic a little bit. Like as vaccine becomes more readily available and we start to open things up more broadly, one of the industry trends that we're kind of monitoring is, okay, currently e-commerce is booming, right? Because of the pandemic, people can't go out and shop. However, I do believe there's going to be some of a, a boomerang effect to that. And once things are open up, people will be much more likely to go in store, go shopping and try to revive the businesses that they love a bit more because they need a little bit more attention. What do you think the next era of retail is going to look like as we emerge from this pandemic? That's a great dichotomy there. You know, we, we kind of laugh internally that the more we go Jetsons, the more important it is to hang on to some of the Flintstones. Um, <laughs> and the digital speed at which we've evolved over the past, you know, six months has been remarkable. But the upcoming escape, that vacation, that, that time to get away, in many ways becomes all the more valuable, important to reboot and restore that mental centeredness, you know, of our psyche. And if we're going to do that, we place a premium on that, right? We want the place to be 
something that that lends itself to that kind of restoration. And we want our experience there to be as positive and you know adventuresome in, in the case of some personalities. So we think Great Outdoor Provision Company kind of sits in this nice opportunity here to help people find those places as our website as you guys have helped us do, we have so much great content on, on where to go, almost like a trip advisor for a regional yeah. perspective on, on outdoor adventure. And our staff have been there. And then we have the product that we've curated to make those experiences the best. So it probably speeds up the cycle from which uh, we've always, for the past two, three years or so, People have worked so hard, the professional out there that's uh, working hard, they, their adventures tend to be that do it in a day, right? They, they, mm. they hey, I'm going to head off for a bike ride this morning, or I got to do a trail run in Umstead, and they did not have much more time to go much further. But now we think if we can provide these tools, people can put together that trip. The remote working environment is going to enable people to go a little bit broader afield. Uh, maybe the kids and the family are able to still be in remote school from, you know, the beach or the mountains. So family outings, we hope, are still uh, going to be treasured and enjoyed, and, and we want to help get people out there. And that's one of the things I, I really like about the new site is that ability to discover new places that I've never been to before. You know, like I grew up in North Carolina and I like to think that I know a lot about the state, but even using some of those, you know, that feature, I learn about new parks, new, you know, waterfalls, mountains, hiking trails, all this cool stuff that you can take. Maybe it's a day trip. Maybe it's a weekend trip up to the mountains. Maybe you head down to the beach for the day. You get all of these opportunities that you may not know about. And so I, I really like that, that shift a bit in the COVID era because you know, what may have been like, oh, you know, I've got stuff to do on Saturday and Sunday. I can't really take a day trip. A lot of those plans have been canceled now. And so the time to get outdoors and go and do some of this thing is now suddenly available. And so the opportunity to go and visit some of these campgrounds and these hiking trails has been, you know, really great for me during this COVID quarantine. And so I, I just, I love that, that side of the site. And I think when you pair that with your expertise and your products, it, it really rounds out GOPC in a quality way. It really does, Chris. That That is a highlight of that site, that plan your next adventure. It's a combination of, of fun and knowledge and a little bit of risk, like, well, you know, I never had to try <laughs> fly fishing, so let me click that button. And it, yeah. and it just walks you through. And then, as you guys have enabled us to do, we've had, you know, hundreds of trip reports that are sitting on the backside of that database that our staff have contributed to and it just celebrates their expertise it, it showcases the great work they've done over the years because these are really evergreen landmarks right i mean they're, they're they've been there for 20 30 40 50 years much longer than we've been and we hope to be stewards to which we can keep them safe and healthy and, and prospering places of open space for the future generations to go to so that yeah i, I love that and the little surprise me cue that you put in there <laughs> is, is, is a lot of fun. That, that was a nice twist. Awesome. I encourage everybody to go and check out the website. It's going to be a very, very cool experience. And I'm really excited for what we've done with GOPC. Chuck, you're going to laugh at me when I tell you this, but you know, I've, I've spent about 30 years here in North Carolina. 
And I went to Umstead for the first time about three weeks ago. And it was because I saw like the pictures and everything uh, on the website. I was like, man, I really got to check that place out. It's much better than I realized. You know, isn't that something, Chris? It is such a jewel. Yeah. And we all drive by it practically every day, right? But, but we have so many wonderful places to go and we do kind of find our favorites. And it sounds like you found a new, a new favorite. We've been fortunate to be a part of the Umstead Coalition for like 25 years or more and done just such a great job of, of advocating for that park. And, you know, as Raleigh, Chapel Hill, as this community grows, just like the Dix Conservancy identifying those 300 acres as, as a treasure trove in the middle of Raleigh, Umstead is just a fabulous, fabulous resource here in the middle of the Research Triangle. It's great. I'm glad you're out there. We'll have to go out there together once we can roam about. My favorite. Oh, uh, yeah. My favorite uh, section of that is back off of the Sycamore Trail. And mm. there's a little boulder field back in there along the creek. And it just, it just so much to discover back there. Yeah, and that, that's one of the things that I think has opened up so much of the state for me, is finding all of these new places that I never even thought about or knew about before and being able to go and explore. And the fact that some of them are right in your backyard it, that just makes it so much more wonderful because that is something I can go, you know, on my lunch break, go for a quick hike or something over there, clear my yeah. mind. And especially like when, you know, I, we're doing this over Zoom right now, like I conduct all of our meetings through Zoom now. It It's such a great respite from what's effectively just become an exclusively digital day. True. Yeah. Right. So you're, you're in this screen time so intensely for so much of your day. It makes that outdoor time all the more necessary and, and beneficial. So uh, that's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Um, before I let you go, uh, only last question is, do you have any advice or recommendations to other businesses that are kind of fighting their way through this pandemic? You know, any suggestions that you've learned through your evolution in the last six months? What the pandemic did here for Great Outdoor Provision Company is it, unified our company overnight. Our company had a culture and strived to have a culture of unity. And I, having been here for over 35 years, and as I mentioned, our staff were many of them 20 years or more, we liked each other and there was a unity that existed. But what the pandemic did was heighten the awareness of how important it was for us to be together in mission and focused on where we needed to go, quite frankly, to survive, right? You know, and then what it meant to uh, take care of one another during that. So communication was probably at the top and has continued to be at the top. Of course, all the other metrics, you know, you're dealing with your expenses, you're dealing with payroll, you're dealing with leases, all those are necessary and come you know hyper focused on those but if it was one thing i would say is how do you lean into that which is requiring this sense of urgency and pivot to the point where you can look at it and say you know what this is actually what is necessary anyway in terms of the unifying force that it provides to help us be the best that we can be do we wish it was under different circumstances? Absolutely. Uh, and do we hope that we keep the similar zeal and recognition going forward as things relax? Yeah. 
But right now, that's where we are, trying to communicate, trying to take care of one another and, and doing our best to, to be there for our customers. So That's amazing. Chuck, thank you so much for joining us. Everyone listening at home, please go check out greatoutdoorprovisioncode.com, see the new website, and maybe you can start planning your next adventure. Awesome. I'll see you out there on the trails, Chris. Thanks so much yeah. for your time. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, and please rate and review us. Plus, you can follow WalkWest on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. We'll see you next time on the Talk West Podcast.